You're listening to Beyond Her Grind, the podcast that gets at the root of what motivates women of color to want more in their careers. I'm your host, Esther Leonard, a career development professional, aspiring entrepreneur, and fellow grinder. Stay updated with weekly episodes by subscribing to this podcast, and be sure to follow me on Instagram at Beyond Her Grind. And check out my website at beyondhergrind.com. Let's get to the root of it. I really think you all are going to enjoy this episode. I recorded this episode earlier this year on MLK Day during a vision board gathering with a group of some of my favorite women that I've met here in Boston. As you will hear in the episode, you'll learn that I've done this vision board party in the past. In fact, I actually did it last year at the beginning of 2020. Who would have thought? And a friend who was there asked that I do it again. And I I wanted to keep it low key because we are in a pandemic and just invited three other people into my small apartment. And honestly, I wanted to post this in February. I was planning to relaunch my podcast in February, which I didn't. Um, And I really wanted it to be sort of relevant, like February is still an early month in the year. It's Black History Month. I recorded the episode on MLK and there were a lot of like connections to that. But my timeline just wasn't working and I was a little bit stressed out and putting pressure on myself. But when I talked with my podcast community that has been so awesome, a group of podcasters, um, actually women podcasters, And they just reminded me that, you know, it's never too late to talk about our vision. So putting this podcast, posting this podcast episode is always going to be relevant. And in addition to that, yeah, I, I recorded it on MLK Day and I wanted to post it in February during Black History Month. But honestly, Black History should be celebrated 365. I know March is Women's History Month. But you'll be listening to Black women and our voices should be elevated and celebrated all year long as well. So I hope as you listen to this, you feel like you're right there with us. You'll hear some clicking and clacking and movement because we're eating some mac and cheese, sweet potatoes, salad because we're trying to be a little healthy and fried chicken. I hope you cuss with us, laugh with us, smile with us, and dream with us. Come on in, join the party. So today I have some special guests. Uh, My friends that I've made at RCC, my old job, Roxbury Community College, Um, they have been so awesome. I'm so grateful to have you all in my life. Um, but when I was working a few years ago at Roxbury Community College, I developed some awesome relationships with some woman, Anissa Nichols. Uh, Anissa, you were the first person. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing you in the hallway. Yeah, I was talking to you. (laughs) Just because she has a good spirit. Look at her. navigator at yes. that time right yeah. your role has changed yeah. um and then anisa and sarah 
Well, I think I did I start developing a relationship with you first and Anisa? I mean not Anisa, um Aquila. Aquila. Uh I think it was during we went to the gala. We went to the gala a few but years ago. But before that, that's when we started relationship because it's like I found out you were going to the gala. Yeah. I think I came to your office. So, yeah, I didn't mean, you see you by Tanya, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yes, yeah. Tanya. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Sarah, how did I meet you? You were stalking me. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. But how did that happen? But, but, but what I do remember is we met and we were like, we should, like, you know, get to know each other, let's go out to eat. Yeah, and then nice. it took us a whole year and a half. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the person started like, yeah, we'll go out to eat. And then it took like a whole year and a half until yeah. we finally went out to eat. I think we went to that Thai spot. Mm-hmm. Where oh, you take everybody. I know. <laughs> You're cheating on me. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe it was through Zama. Because she said Probably. shit. Yeah, yeah Probably. Shit. Yeah. So, um... Basically, today we're gathered uh, because last year I did a vision party with friends. I had way more people. I actually had like 13 people the last last year, but that was pre-COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Sarah, I talked to Sarah a few weeks ago, and Sarah brought this up. I'm like, we should do this again. Mm-hmm. And I don't work at RCC anymore, but I, I thought that was such a great idea for all of us to come together, mm-hmm. talk, catch up. It's been great. And talk about our visions mm-hmm. for ourselves because that's so so important. So I just I want to start off just diving right in, um, asking yourself, asking each one of you all to like quickly introduce yourself and quickly say like your career and in terms of what's your vision for yourself. Do you see yourself in this career? Mm. <laughs> you got me mid true. <laughs> All right. Well, you know it's your homegirl Sarah. You know what I'm saying. You know, B town every day. I know I'm so ghetto right now. Sarah gracious. Um, <laughs> A little background. <laughs> yeah. So currently, I am an adjunct professor at Rockford Community College, and I'm also getting my master's in fine arts and screenwriting at Boston University. So I'm also a student. Um, and the JD. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm also a lawyer. Sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so, what? Where do I see myself? But so in so basically, what's your career like right now? A little bit of your background, and now that we're making this vision for ourselves, where do you see your career moving? Mm-hmm. Right? Or okay. what's your vision for your career? Yeah, I mean, those, I don't really practice as much. Mm, I still, like, get people who ask for legal advice, but I don't practice anymore. I more so teach, um, so that's what I do. I have a passion for teaching, so Mm. I I like that better. But in terms of, like, where do I see my career going, I don't see myself practicing law anymore, um, because I basically kind of gave that up. Um, In terms of teaching, I still want to teach... But I feel as if I want to do that, like take a break and do that, like when I'm like old and gray and no teeth and stuff like mm-hmm. that and don't care about the students. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for me, I really want to get into either um, television writing for children's media um, or um, adult animation. So I want to be, 
television writer slash screenwriter. I would love to work for Pixar. So if Pixar, if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> um, Savaracious, um, I can send you my resume, I guess. Um, anyways, um, um, and or working in um, development. So either helping others to get their ideas on the screens, whether it's television or um, film. So... That's eventually what I want to do. So if y'all listen to this, anyone in the tree, holla at me. (laughs) Um, And so is that represented in your vision board? Because we were creating vision boards Mm -hmm. or mission statements. Yeah, it definitely is. So on my vision board right now, I have like Walt Disney on there, Pixar, Nickelodeon. um, Because once again, I want to get into um, animation. Um, And it... One reason why I want to get into animation, because when I've been doing my research, it's not a lot of African-American slash women who are ahead in that industry or like who runs like these big time companies. I mean, there are people who work um, for Disney, African-American women who work for Disney or Nickelodeon, but it's not a lot of us. Um, so and every time, like, I'm a person, I still watch the Oscars, not necessarily, but, like, the highlights. Yeah. And every time you see someone win, not in, like, the big categories, like, best actor or whatever, but when you see, like, best screenplay or director or visual or composing, you never see niggas. Like, you never <laughs> see them. Like, it's just always white people. And not saying, like, yeah, white people are talented, but I truly believe there's black yeah. people are talented, too. And the question yeah. I always ask is... Is it because we're not in the industry right. or is it because they're just not recognizing us? Yeah. Um, so I would like to be the one to break that. Like, yeah. hopefully one day you see me at the house like, hey, niggas! <laughs> 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 um, so because I really want to show, and that's why I'm going to get into children's ministry because um, media because I really want kids to see that, that this is a space for you. Because yeah. every time, like, Growing up, when you're looking at, you know, watching Nickelodeon, watching Disney, and you're seeing who's behind the scenes, you don't see people look like you. See, yeah. Sometimes you think that, oh, maybe I can't be in that industry, mm-hmm. but I would like to be that face. Yeah, um, yeah. So, like, one person, another person that I have on my vision board is um, Issa Rae. So, she's, like, you know, right now the face of, like, comedy. Yeah. And, like, um, comedy for like black people or whatnot and then i have like here like all the black people who won like oscars and stuff like that so i would like to be the i guess the black face of children's media or adult animation um and then i have tyler perry of course he's just awesome and ava duvernay and um just one main thing i wanted to put on my vision board this year is failure so Ooh. quotes about failure because one of my um Fears is fear failure. Like, I, for some reason, like, for me, I have to feel failure. So I never, like, try to take risks and stuff like that. So yeah. this year, I'm just like, I am not operating on a fear this year. So I was just mm. like, so one thing I started getting to is, like, investing in stock. Right? Yeah. And I have that on my mission board. So I was like, investing is a lot, is risky. So I was yeah. like, let me do that. And, like, I've been networking people. And I'm just, even though I'm not the, best, the biggest networker, I was just like, you know what? The worst a person can say is no. Right, so I'm just like literally taking. So every time like I want to do something, I feel afraid. I just do it. Yeah, that's my 2021 goal. So I like that. I love it. Wow. How about you all? Okay. Um, my name is Aquila Alford. Uh, I went to school for accounting. My degree is in accounting, but um, I work in higher education. 
I'm assistant director of student accounts. That's the business office. You got to pay me to go to school. If you don't, <laughs> I'll hunt you down. Um, so my ne- my career goal is going forward is not to work a nine to five, eight to four, or seven to three. I just want to yes. go to sleep and make money. <laughs> I want to be an entrepreneur, so that's really yeah. where my goal is right now. I just don't want to go into another year just doing this. Yeah. I mean, what I, I like helping people, but I think I can help people on my own avenue, not mm-hmm. I'm working on the direction of others. So that's really my main goal. Um, yeah. That's why I put it in my vision board. So even though I, I printed my stuff out because it's just, yeah. just easier for me. Um, you know, I like to travel. Everybody knows that. So, you know, this is a, I want to do a travel blog. So that's one of my entrepreneurship goals. And so I said, I created this myself. I call it Uniquely Nasheed. So Nasheed is my middle name. Mm. Not really sure what it means. Um, but yeah, so this is this will be my cover once I actually pay for a trademark. <laughs> but that's one of my goals, uh, to be more creative. A lot of people tell me that I have a creative mindset. So me working behind a desk dealing with numbers is not really what I feel I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, but I just do it because it's make money and pay your bills and all stuff like that. But I know the best is yet to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I'm working on that. You know, my career after objective is always to be a boss you know mm. that's why black girl magic being a boss motivational speaker reaching out to other yeah. people in a different way you know flipping some houses making extra income what yeah. just make money in my sleep um work hard you know so my back is beautiful you know popping thanks for these some stickers um <laughs> you know i had my dream car is always an audi right so mm-hmm. i cut the girl out and put my own picture in there But you know, COVID, who knows? But since I traveled seven times last year, God has saved me. Um, so I hope He continue saving me this year because I'm still gonna try to travel. Um, you know, uh, eventually I'll have a wedding. Uh, just mm. don't know when. Um, oh yeah, I'm engaged, which I'll know that. Mm. Yeah. So it's just stuff like that. Um, what's that say? The travel blog. I remember you talked about that. Yeah, last year, right? Yeah. I just. You know, when the COVID happened, so yeah. like, it's funny, yeah. I talked about it in January, and then I was like, oh, y'all started going to Antigua, but then I couldn't go, and then I went to Atlanta a lot, but you know, I grew up in the South, so it's not like a trip, I mean, I yeah. had some places to eat and places to go, but it's just, it wasn't where I wanted to start at, mm-hmm. I want people to get the experience of just being on the islands or other countries and stuff like that, so, yeah. you know, I've, I've been doing this actually for two years, I just never really put it out there, maybe yeah. it's my fear factor. And you know, like Sarah was saying, you know, this year is just all bets are off. Like, no mm-hmm. fear. Just take that risk. People can tell you no, but you still going to work on getting what you need to get. So, yeah. that's really what I've been working on. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I also think this pandemic, too, mm-hmm. really has made us think, like, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So, right. what, mm-hmm. like, our greatest fear of being stuck or a, a pandemic with sickness. Mm-hmm. And why not? Why not just mm-hmm. jump in? But mm-hmm. there is a fear of failure. But failure is part of success. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have to. You have mm-hmm. to just do it. Yeah, this yeah. one quote on my on my board that says, there is no such thing as failure, only learning experiences. Totally mm-hmm. agree, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How about you, Anissa? Man, I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I am so inspired by you guys. So, honestly, okay, so... Your role now. Yep. Like, yeah. Yep. So, my role right now, I work in admissions. I'm an admissions counselor at um, RCC. And, you know, it's interesting because I always wanted to work at this institute as a young girl because I grew up in the community mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I would love to, you know, ha- take on a role there. Um, I feel like, for me, as a first-generation college student... I was thrown into, like, the industry. I really wasn't sure what I really wanted. I just knew that, you know, finish high school, go to school, 
And yes, I did. originally I wanted to be a teacher, and then I was like, no, I really want to. Oh my gosh, you would have been a great teacher. Yeah. Why are you telling me that now, man? But but I I you know I took psycho I took psychology one on one, and I was like, oh my goodness, no, I want to work with my people, and I want to do art therapy because while I was in school, I was I always took an art course. So here I am now. I am working at a community college, which is great. The community college I always want to work at, but I'm realizing what's going on on the inside at the school is not aligned with what I want. Like, mm. I feel like it's stifling me mm-hmm. and what I ultimately want to do, which I'm still trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. Right? So I've worked with the community for many years and I've always been serving others. So mm-hmm. my vision board is more about serving myself. Yeah. Right? Okay. And tap it into me because yeah. I've always tapped into others. Like, so finding the essence of Anissa. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and, you know, I've been through a lot as we all have and so mm-hmm. we're still here and we're still going but what am I trying to do? What yeah. legacy am I trying to leave behind, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And to love because myself yeah. and I've loved others so it's like loving myself and just put, investing in me because mm-hmm. I feel like I've neglected that mm-hmm. and that's something that I'm not going to say I somewhat became complicit with but I think mm-hmm. throughout this pandemic I was like, dude, are you really in tune with yourself and what you really want? Yeah. You're so focused on catering to other people, but you're not catering to yourself. So my vision board is about finding my purpose, Ooh. finding my path, and just staying true to me and what I want and getting closer to that and walking and not worrying about fear, you know, and just because I know everything we want is on the other side of fear, yeah. but it's doing it. Yeah. Like how? Like yeah. You know, I hear everything that you everything that you said, Sarah, that you're doing, like everything that you're doing. I, I work with you. I see what you do every day. The hustle. You, mm-hmm. One job, second job. You got three internships and like two. Like, and then you too, Esther. Yeah. And sometimes, am I doing enough? Like, you am just I, said you had two jobs pay off your yeah. loan. I'm like, damn. So I'm like, do I get back into that? Right? right. right. No. Do the, your job right now is to tap into you. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you make a good point about comparison. We mm-hmm. always do that, especially yeah. with social media. Yeah. We've seen, oh, this person's at this part right. of their life. And I think right. we were just talking about yep. is what we're doing enough, right? right? Mm-hmm. That type of thing. But like you said, like it's okay not to know. I feel like I go through many crises too. Mm-hmm. Like still, even right. if I have like a vision, right. it's like, is this really aligned right. with mm-hmm. my purpose and who I am? Mm-hmm. So that's why I think stuff like this is really good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess I'll talk about mine. Yes. So I didn't do a vision. I know. I'm like, where's your vision board? I, I didn't do it. So I. You've been so, cutting and pasting and sticking. That's <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah. Let me just keep going. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. So I did my, I really liked the vision board I did last year because it was very, I it was 2020 and I was trying to think of like my whole vision. Um. So. I was reading, I have this book, it's actually a, a, it's a Christian-based book um, called Creation Health, and then mm-hmm. the acronym, they basically go through, like, all the letters and say, like, it represents something um, regarding to health, the holistic health, mm-hmm. and so one of the things they talked about was having a mission statement, and I was like, oh. For self? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, vision, I was like, wow, you know, yes, you can have your vision statement or your vision board, but a mission statement, so... Basically, the exercise that I did, I was just following the exercise, and they have a few questions. So I haven't made the statement, but I answered some of the questions. So the first question was, what do I want from my life? Mm-hmm. 
Right. That's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Right. No, no. <laughs> um, Let me put down my <laughs> So I put down three things. Peace, balance, love. Mm. Yeah. Like, what do I want? Because I also looked at all the questions. I'm like, because so many other things came into my mind. Yeah, I think that's what I want from my life. Like, mm. peace, that's something mm-hmm. I've written journals since high school, grade school, and I always wanted that, you know, or that's something that I really value. Can I have this kind of calm mind? I, I don't know. I think it just really shapes the way you move around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then balance. You know, I don't want to work that nine to five. I don't want to really, I know everybody's like about the grind or whatever, but it's like, I want balance. Mm-hmm. I want to do the stuff that I really, really enjoy. Um, and then love. I put love because I think love is important. Like you were saying, both loving yourself mm-hmm. and then also like we're social human beings. You know, uh, you know. I'm just thinking about my romantic relationship, being in a relationship or my family and my friends. is like there's so much growth that comes from love. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that. So what do I value? So I value empowerment. That was the next question. I, what do I value? Empowerment. I love empowering people. That's why I want to do this podcast. That's why I do career coaching. I value social justice. Mm-hmm. I want to do this for black people, people mm-hmm. of color, people who are underrepresented. I value authenticity. Mm-hmm. I, that's so important to me. Like, mm-hmm. how are you? How are you showing up as yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> anywhere, whether if it's in your personal relationships, whether it's at work, how do you just show up as yourself? So I really value that, and that's something that because values shape your decision. I talk about. There's mm-hmm. a lot in the career podcast, other episodes. It really, I see it with clients and people. Like, we go through your top values and they make a decision. I was like, I thought you wanted a more creative job. And they choose a secure job. But when you look over their values, yeah, right. when we do our values assessment, mm-hmm. we're like, oh, wow, security was actually number one for you. You know, like, and so you really, you, that's why it's so good to always assess that. Because you don't realize it, but you make your decisions based on it. Mm-hmm. What's important to you. So I have a lot of values. But um, courage, I think it's important to, like. Speaking up, especially if you're passionate about social justice, mm-hmm. what you believe in, what's right. Um, financial freedom. Mm. Y'all, y'all already know. Big bank, take little bank. <laughs> I am on the go. I'm trying to pay off this loan, like I told you all. Yeah. Trying to pay it off. Cross fingers this year. Mm. <laughs> Sarah got some ideas of how I can do that. <laughs> um, uh, create. Did I say creativity? Creative. I do value creativity mm-hmm. um, a lot. Like creating stuff, honesty, flexibility, mm-hmm. vulnerability, and health. That's. I think health is really growing. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't think I'm there yet, but that's something that's important. Um, what are my talents? I'm. And this is actually a question I I wanted to ask from you all. If you all know what your ta- talents are, but um, planning things strategizing um empathizing i think i'm creative finding patterns Mm -hmm. visualizing seeing possibilities self-reflection or introspection affirming people implementing things um those are some of my talents and then what do i believe in i Mm -hmm. believe in helping society feminism specifically womanism Mm -hmm. i don't know if y'all heard of that's like black feminism Mm -hmm. a woman of color um introspection humanity holistic health those are stuff that i believe in and then by the end of my life what do i want to accomplish <laughs> that's, that's pretty deep. Deep. 
give back to black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I second that. Yeah, yeah. I one of my goals is I'm really interested in venture capitalism. I don't know if y'all heard of that. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, giving money to businesses. Mm-hmm. A lot of these Facebooks, a lot of these big companies, tech companies. They get investors, angel investors, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's a white world. We were just yeah, talking about yeah, this. Yeah. We need this in the black community. So yeah. I want to make enough money, mm-hmm. that financial freedom. You to, will. Yes, you thank will. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You will make enough thank money. You. Right. So that I can fund and provide resources. Right. That's something that I want to do. And part of this podcast is providing resources and tools, too. Um, and then, you know, just be in my power at the end of my accomplishment, you know, end of my life. I want to accomplish that feeling of you know being in your power um yeah so that's that's mine yeah I like that. yeah yeah this is all good this is all good so um the next question since i, I mentioned the strengths thing what do you all think your strengths are mm. Mm. No. you want to go this okay. oh sure <laughs> anyway anyway <laughs> Strengths. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very intuitive. You mm-hmm. are. I'm owning it now. See? Mm-hmm. So, how do I capitalize on that strength, though? Mm-hmm. Help me. Help me, coach. <laughs> Help me, coach. <laughs> you see, like, okay, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? the first step is recognition. Right. right. Right? right, being aware and accepting it too. Right, right? so that's right. the first step. And then also, what have you done in the past with your intuition? Have mm. you have you hit it or like? Oh, I definitely guess have. It? I definitely have. Yeah, yeah. And so that's <sighs> that's that fear as how do you start leaning towards right. your gift? Yeah, right. I think that's the little steps in that way. Right. Uh, hopefully that helps. <laughs> no, that does help. It does help. It's the actions. It's yeah. all about actions. I mean, and I think that's the that's the hold up for me. Mm-hmm. Like, what steps steps do I take? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's little things. I mm-hmm. when I was talking about power, I listened to this meditation app called mm-hmm. Insight Tiger, mm-hmm. and there's one that's called Taking Back Your Power. Mm-hmm. And it's a in the little decisions you make, mm-hmm. right? When you decide to face fear, mm-hmm. you're slowly taking back your power, right? So in the little decision you make, that moment when you feel your intuition, but instead of saying, mm, second guessing, lean into it, mm. like that makes your, tonight. yeah, mm. your intuition. Because strong. I think you guys are all great. I was, I was like, ah, COVID, should I go out? Yeah, I haven't really yeah, gone out. This yeah, is the yeah. first time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But for opportunity to connect with you all yeah. and to do something like this and have this conversation, okay? So yeah. I yeah. went with it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I get it. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, totally understand and try to be safe and everything. Right, but, right. yeah. But this is also an opportunity for you, like, to you know, think further and think and reflect. But I think that's a great gift. Yeah. Um, wow, I hate this question. This is why I, get, I, get, I get asked this question about every interview. And you just right. sitting there. You're just, like, strengthening. You should use that in an interview, Anissa. Yeah, it's very important. If that's your strength, only yeah. people, I do. people always... Like, oh, what should I say for strength? And they have all these cookie cutter answers. Yeah. Yeah. Really right. use strengths that are authentic to yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah. Okay, so I think so I'm trying to think, what is my see, for me, I feel like I'm just a very detailed person. You yeah. yeah. 
And so mm-hmm. I feel like I kind of dummy it down depending on what situation I am at the time because people just ask me certain questions. But with yeah. me, as like I break down the beginning, the middle, the end, and the solution. That's just mm-hmm. how I work. Mm-hmm. But for certain people, they don't really understand that when I go there with them. So they just want to hear just one thing. No, you just can't hear one thing. You have to mm-hmm. hear it all. And so I kind of, but I think, I don't know what job interviews do I say that. I don't even know what I say when I do those things. Mm-hmm. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. Maybe mm-hmm. I think I stay away from it because people ask, it's a run on question. Like, okay, how. He's playing how detailed you are, what mm-hmm. scenario did you use that in? So that's been really my toughest part of hiding that part of me because sometimes people don't want to hear that. Well, I love that you don't hide that because whenever yeah. I go to her at work and ask her a question, she's like, okay, well, and she breaks it down. And I'm, I learn <laughs> yeah. every time mm-hmm. I do ask yeah. you something. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so, I mean, I do it, you know, for people I know, but like when I'm with people I don't know, mm-hmm. it's just like, uh, you know, because I feel like I have to dummy down because I have so much information to give, mm-hmm. but I feel like people don't really yeah. want to hear it or it's just too, so I don't know. I I think that's also a woman thing to dumb mm. down themselves. Yeah. Mm. A black woman thing too. Mm. Yeah. yeah. We got shit to say, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> we got a lot to say. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. No, it's true. We do have a lot to say, and we, we a lot of things we do know that I uh, think our men counterparts feel like we don't. So. Yeah. Uh, wow, my strength. Uh, I think this is such a hard because sometimes you just I have no strength. Mm-hmm. But I think looking, being in this pandemic for like about to be a year, like two months, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, like sitting down with yourself and really thinking about yourself. I was just like, I think one of my strengths is having the ability to make people laugh. And you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, since I was young, I was always, like, trying to make people laugh. I'm going to say, like, I'm, like, a comedian, like, Dave Chappelle or something. But, like... No, you... you <laughs> <laughs> but I remember during, when the pandemic started, there was, like, a lot of my friends who were... College friends who lost people from mm. the pandemic. So, and I remember just, you know, being home and, like, you know, thinking about the past. I remember when I was in college, there was, like, a lot of funny stories that yeah. happened. So I, like, started, like, I call it, like, the get. I went to Temple University, so I, was, I named it the Ghetto Temple Park Podcast. So all I did was I recorded my, like, the stories on my phone. I just started a group chat with all my friends <laughs> from college, and I just sent them one, like, every it. week. Yeah. And then so I just, like, remember, like, I was like, remember that time when that nigga got his <laughs> wallet stolen because <laughs> he left it on the top of his car? Like, the time there was a cockroach in our... <laughs> In our bathroom, and we all ran because we we're a bunch of niggas. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was really funny. Cause like, I opened the bathroom and I just ran, and I just saw my roommates roam me, and we we're just in a room. We're like, <gasps> what? <laughs> like nobody can they ask questions after. And I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> and when I told them, it was, it was like, nigga, that was, that was the reason. <laughs> But, you know, like, I remember my friends were just like, like, thank you. Like, that really, you know, made me laugh and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, I just, like, try to tap into yeah. that gift of making people laugh. And I was just that. like, and I think that's why also I'm you know, pursuing this degree. Um, so, I started to see, like, oh, this is a strength. I can yeah. use this as a strength. And <laughs> so, yeah, I would say my strength is making That's true because, so, Sarah worked in my office. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, okay. so she was a it's grad intern yeah. in her office, and, it, and every time Lit. she every time she was there, I would know and the door would be open or anything. But I'm going to the hallway. I just hear my coworkers just laughing like so hard. Sarah's in the building. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, 
That is a gift. That is a gift. Um, okay. So how how do you all want to contribute to the world? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to contribute to self right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that's important. You can't give to the world unless you give to yourself. Mm. This um, is true. Yeah, that's true. So if it's yourself right at this moment, right, right now, now yeah. yes. Mm. I mean, I want to I wanna give to the others who look like me. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I feel like I was kind of stripped of that, and I kind of mm. don't want other people to be stripped of that. Uh, I think one thing I missed during this pandemic has been volunteering. Mm. I used to do so much volunteering. That's so true. Yeah. And this year's been very hard because it's like I haven't volunteered to help. I feel like I didn't do anything to help somebody else this year. Yeah, I work mm-hmm. at an institution where I help students, you know, financially or just make them feel good about being in school or whatever, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like I, I want to help other people that are out homeless in the street. Like, mm-hmm. I help a lot, and I feel like I haven't done that this whole year. And so I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do it this year. So it's just very, I feel some type of way about that. Like, it's just, I feel like I'm doing disservice. Like, I'm not helping someone else in need. So, yeah. 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 Um, I told myself one way I wanted to give back is once again, like I said in the beginning, like wanting to be in the industry, entertainment, there's not a lot of people who look like me. And I remember when I first started the program, I was like doing research and like just trying to, especially being in Boston, because the industry is not necessarily in Boston, Boston, it's hard to find people generally. Mm-hmm. And when you do find me, they don't look like you. So I was like, I want to start and because I teach, so I was like, I want to start like a mini school I'm teaching kids like about the industry, like how to write a screenplay, how to edit videos, mm. so that they can see like there is a market out there for you, and that you can enter the market and do well, like mm. everyone else. Because mm. I feel as if like there's not, it's hard. To, it's just hard to find people who look like you in an area that you want to get into. Yeah. So it would be good to like train these kids and help them to get into the industry, like help them to like network with people. So. Hopefully that's what I can do yeah. when I get that moolah. Yeah. yeah. But that's yeah, that's what I want to do. Just start like a like a mini school. Yeah. 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 So I have a unique question for yeah. you, Anissa. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked the question, you know, how do you want to contribute to the world? Mm-hmm. And we're talking about self. Mm-hmm. And I do I truly believe you you can't truly contribute mm-hmm. until you really and it's a lifetime mm-hmm. thing. Right, right. What action steps do you think mm-hmm. you want to take to contribute to self? Mm. You need to get all the hard questions. <laughs> <laughs> what action steps do I want to take Yeah. to contribute to self? Going on my intuition. Like yeah. using my gift for self. Yeah. Like I know I keep it self, 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 but seriously, right. like, I, I realize how much I've neglected me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been... I'm not going to say I've been operating on autopilot, but yeah. I feel like I have. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's easy and to so do that. It is, because I'm like, uh, my, I'm being responsible. My bills are paid. I'm yeah. progressing in life, maybe not at the level I want to or it aligned with what I truly want to do, but I'm, I'm doing, right? Yeah. That's not enough. Yeah. I'm at the point now, enemies like, bitch, okay, yeah, you did that. You've been doing that. What else? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I was telling them earlier, I don't know if you were here, Sarah, but I was telling them earlier how I had a dream where my consciousness and my inner self like spoke to me. And I was like conscious in the dream, like, 
listen, mm. you have to start walking in your path, like your mm. true self. And I was like, walking in your path. I woke I up mean, and I was like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I got to write that down. So, but what does that mean? I go back to, so just doing things like this. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like small things. This is big though. This is so major right now. Yeah, this like is. what we're doing, connecting with you guys, mm. you know, exchanging this energy. So, Writing in my journal mm -hmm. and like not setting that oh, I want to do this, this, and that, right. but just doing it. Mm -hmm. So, so I can do for you, Anissa, yeah. Now that you said it, y'all like, got me in a therapy <laughs> session <laughs> now. No, I, I think what you're saying, like walking in your path. So, do you think you can use something with that walking in your path? I think as far as contributing to the world or just just anything in your life that you want to, you know, start out? That could use some type of business aspect I of really it. I really need to be creative, guys. Because I feel like it's a, it's a, you're, it's you're catching, like you're walking in your path. And so basically, you're walking your path. What does that mean? Because a lot of women can right. think like, man, what's walking in my path mean? Right. So I feel like you can use that for so much. Listening so. to my inner voice and really doing what I want to do. Whether it's at the workplace, mm -hmm. not saying something when I know I should. Mm -hmm. And being more vocal in the workplace because we have a voice. But I'm pretty sure we've all suppressed our voice in some capacity. Mm -hmm. in the right, And just speaking up, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's one level. And then... I don't know when it comes to like my my people, my family. I they say I'm too nice, like I sugarcoat mm. things, right? Mm. Just being a little direct and just finding another language to connect with them, but being assertive and being honest. You know what I'm saying? Because they're like, "You're too nice. Give it to me the hard way." And I'm like, "So they call me Beast. That's my AKA because I do. We all have alter ego. Yeah, That's yeah. what layers, right?" Yeah. So letting the beast out mm. a little bit, right. slowly but in a healthy way, in a healthy right. way, you know. Right. So yeah, yeah. I have a question for you, Nisa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm taking it. Thank you, God. Uh, Thank you, God. Yeah. Thank this you, was, sisters. This was that dream. Thank you, soul sisters. Yo, straight up. <laughs> so my yes, question sir. is really serious. No, um, okay. what did you think about the chicken? <laughs> Yo, the outside, the outside was good, but I couldn't rock with the inside. Yeah, yeah. Why was it kind of pink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the inside you was know they don't do pink. Is that food coloring that's from the? Like in the middle right. because when people are like career woman there's like 
what I hear is like, oh yeah, they're working. They're probably a parent. There's this, that, like, you know, all those different things. But when you add black, when you add mm. race or you add other underrepresented mm-hmm. identities to that, mm-hmm. that adds a, a whole nother layer, right? right? Being yeah. a token woman, mm-hmm. right? In, in the industry, Right, that's or how did you get there? Because, I, right. Like, are you are you educated enough, or do you right. have experience? So it's always that. Cause we're always looked at as like, okay, who did you sleep with to get there? Yeah. Right? And we don't. We're not looked at as that, but that's what people on the outside look at us as. Yeah. There's not many of you here. No. So how did you make it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. And the imposter syndrome that mm. women can mm-hmm. feel. Yeah. Like, can am I supposed to be here? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I I do think I love the freedom, right? Mm-hmm. Right, because. Mm-hmm. With everything we've been through mm. and our ancestors been through, like to make it, you know, in how we define success, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. That's very, very freeing. So that's cool. Um, so last question, very last question. Of I thought he was in it for a while. Uh, I, just, I just said I was like the last few questions. <laughs> um. So the last question is. Um, what do you all it's kind of like the question from my mission statement truly want in life so at the end of the day or the end of life what do you all Mm -hmm. hope to accomplish and this could be both you know internally can be one word Oh, if you want to just do one word. Yeah, if you just want one word, the next thing I feel like for me, it's just happiness. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, because I feel like, you know, there's so many things we want out of life. There's so many things that we want to do. So we can't just bottle it up. Like, you know, but happiness can come in so many much ways. But I just want straight happiness. If I'm just happy, content, I'm I'm good. That's all I want. I don't feel the need to have have everything. I just want to be happy. And I feel like for me, I'm not happy yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need all that, you know. Yeah. Like just like so I can 
pay off my loan so I can help my family and create this business that I want, whatever. So, yeah, I mean, I don't need a lot of money, but it would be great to have. Because money does help, right? Mm -hmm. And even if it's not just for yourself, you can use it to help others. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want. But if that doesn't happen for me, sugar daddy does. Yeah. Honestly, okay, off the top of my head, honestly, honestly, I don't want to just survive. I want to live. I agree. That's a good one. Yeah. So, I love that, yeah. With a lot of money and a lot of happiness. <laughs> no, but for real. Like, yeah. I, don't wanna, I don't want to feel like I'm just surviving. Like, yeah. at the end, I want to feel like I lived mm. a wholesome, good life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's almost like, too, when I'm talking about, like, I really don't want to do this 9 to 5 anymore. It's mm-hmm. like, this grind is like, we work for a living. That's, yeah. that, that's, right. that's backwards, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, I don't want to work for a living. I yeah. want to live. Yeah, yeah I agree. The, you know? Yeah. So, wow. yeah. I never thought about it. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, this is good. Okay, Oracle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all. This has been great. I'm, I might have to do this with you all again <laughs> at another time. <laughs> Um, One thing we forgot too: the best thing in life is getting some good deeds. Hey! Wait, 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 wait! I'm mad she just said that, and look at the text just that just came into me. No, no, but in the devil did. Anyway, okay. I love this. I love this. All right. Thank you all. Wasn't that fun? I smile just reliving this moment. I hope all of our visions for ourselves come true. And I hope you were energized and inspired to make some time to make your vision board, vision statement, or mission statement. Just a reminder, follow me on Instagram at beyondhergrind and check out my website at beyondhergrind.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes or Spotify. I'd love to hear your feedback so that I can continue to produce more amazing content in the future. Thanks so much and talk to you all next week.